There are times throughout each day that a situation comes up that makes everyone, I'm sure, feel that they don't know why something happened and what they should do or if they can do something about it. I know it happens to me quite often. How do I get in these situations? How could they do that to me? All I did was speak the truth and now everybody's pissed off. What do I do? The list could go on and on, but I think you get the idea. Anything and everything from family matters, work relations, uh, relations with friends, and internal personal conflicts of the soul, they can all put me in a state of flux. My mind can start racing in all directions, thinking of every worst case scenario that could happen if I do this or if I do that, or do I say something or do I just leave it? All these things can just make me go crazy. There are some, however, that get in the same messes and are just as calm as can be. And it seems like nothing affects them. And that just pisses me off even more. So what's their secret? How do they get to stay so together and yet I'm going crazy inside with anxiety, hurt, frustrations, and anger? The simple answer is, I don't know what other people do to keep calm in those situations. But I do know what I have to do to keep my sanity about when these situations come up. Let go and let God. The topic of let go and let God is one that seems pretty straightforward and simple on the surface, but from my experience over the years, it's not as easy, simple, or straightforward as I'd like it to be sometimes. So for a bit of background for some who may not be familiar with that phrase, I first learned about it through my AA program. And I'm sure it's linked to other 12-step programs and likely some churches considering it has the word God in it. However, God in this context isn't always meant in a religious, uh, in a religious way. It can be interpreted by some religiously and by others as meaning that it's a higher power of their understanding. So really, God can mean anything as long as it means something to the person who is using the term. The option of having God be religious is given in step three of the 12 steps, which is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. It's this particular step in my program that I have to continuously remind myself that left to my own devices, my life would be far worse than it is if I don't let go and let my higher power deal with it. It's about trust. When I first came into AA, it took me a couple of years to get to the point where I could look at step three and say with some conviction that I was willing to turn my will and my life over to something I called my higher power. What that higher power was at that point in time is something completely different than what it is now. But that's a topic for another time, perhaps. But the point was that I was willing to stop getting in the way of my own progress by relinquishing control to someone or something else and trusting that it would all work out. Now, most of us are all a bit of a control freak when it comes to wanting our own way about things that affect us personally. So imagine how you would feel when a decision or a situation came up that you had to make a choice on what to do. 
How do you make that decision? Do you do something or not? Now, this is where the guidelines I use on a daily basis, sometimes many times throughout each day, comes into play. The serenity prayer. I'm sure you've all heard it or seen it at some point in your life. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So what does the serenity prayer have to do with step three and let go and let God? Everything, at least from my perspective, it does. Making a decision to turn my will and my life over to someone or something as I understand them or it or letting go and letting God on the surface is I get out of jail free card. That means I don't have to do anything. If I don't do anything, I'm not responsible for the outcome because I trust, trusted that my higher power would take care of it for me. Now, I don't believe that that was the intent of that step. I personally believe the intent of the step was to have me take action and have some trust that the outcome would be okay. So in order to take action, I have to ask myself the questions based on the statements within the serenity prayer. First of all, give me peace of mind so I can think clearly about the situation. God grant me the serenity. Breathe, meditate, go for a walk, do something to remove myself from the situation for a few minutes so I can gain perspective on it. Can I change this situation in some way if I do something? If I can, what is it? What options do I have that might allow my actions to affect a different or at least a better outcome than the current situation is presenting itself as? Will it be easy? Will it be hard? Does it matter? If there is an action for me to take, then give me the courage and peace of mind to do it. This is not an easy ask because I have that means I have to push through the fear and pain and anxiety of the unknown with whomever is causing the situation and become an advocate for myself. And we all know that whenever we have to do that and we actually succeed, we become stronger and more confident so we can do it again when we need to. And then finally, give me the peace of mind and wisdom based on previous experiences to know when I must act to change something and what, when I must just accept the situation and do nothing. Again, doing nothing is sometimes harder than having to push to do something because doing nothing means that I have to develop that level of acceptance of the situation as it is, that there is nothing I can do that will change it. So doing nothing becomes the best plan of action. None of this stuff is easy, especially when you're dealing with people you know or love. It hurts your heart, but the guidelines are there for me to use to help me weigh out the pros and cons. If I make the right decision, then I, I can then look at the other half of the serenity prayer to see the benefits of and the promise for making the right choice. And yes, there is another part to this serenity prayer that we rarely ever see or hear. 
here's the whole thing so you can hear the first part as I've just talked about and then understand the promise of doing it faithfully. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. Making the right decision doesn't mean that it will all be roses and rainbows. It just means that I can hope to be reasonably happy if I put my trust in my higher power for the right outcome. Trust and faith is hard work and there's no guarantee I'm going to like the outcome of anything I do based on letting go and letting God. But I've tried it the other way as well. Whenever I put my will into play and force the outcome to be as I wanted things to turn out, believe me, it's never a good outcome like, like I had expected or wanted. I've learned over the years that I generally had to go back to square one and ask the questions in the serenity prayer and then just go back and do the next right thing. So now I just save myself some time and heartache and do it each time. It does get easier with practice and time. And one of the promises within AA is that if I continuously work at my program, we will instinctively know how to handle situations that used to baffle us. And that promise has come true more than I could have ever expected over the years. And if I ever start to think that I don't want to trust the outcome because I didn't let go and let God, I just remember that trust is an acronym for try relying upon step three. And with that, we've come full circle. Until next time, cheers.